0: Comics to my right. AP18 himself. That's the Alex Astral. How you doing?
1: Good. How's everybody else? You know what? I
0: actually got to apologize to you, Alex. I actually do ask, what? how are you doing? Last week, I was like, I didn't ask you how you were doing, but I did. So uh, <laughs> I really <laughs> listened to that show uh, and I was like, oh, I did ask him. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> well, most of the time, like, you asked me, how am I doing? And I don't, my intro is, hello, everybody. And I was like, well, that doesn't make sense. I didn't answer your question. I just blow you off every time. <laughs> And to our left,
0: uh, G.W. himself, Garrett, how you doing? I'm doing good. Wednesday Comics uh, Podcast, my name is Marvin. We're here for the week of 5-6-2020. Uh, uh, the uh, day 300 of quarantine, it seems like. Um, actually, I think it's been two months. Uh, almost to the day, actually. I think it was like the 12th of March or something. It was beginning of March. Anyways, I mean, Alex doesn't know any different, but we do. Um <laughs> <laughs> Alex has been out there in the world. He isn't what the fuck. He's been <laughs> out there uh doing his thing. So uh so we're here to tell you what the comic's coming out this week. Uh also a review of a comic we read for last week. Not a new comic, but something we uh uh one of us reread and two of us read for the very first time. Uh and it's gonna surprise you because it's a pretty well-known comic, but I guess this is the first time that uh me and Garrett decided to, because of Alex, uh <laughs> pick it up and read it. So there we go. Um, and then, uh, also before that, uh, I have some news on, uh, the, uh, comics and what looks to be the norm going forward. Uh, so why don't I talk about that here first before I get into the, this week's, uh, forecast. Uh, it's gonna be, they're gonna be connected, so you understand what I'm saying here. Uh, first off, DC doing their own thing, uh, not waiting for Diamond to open, which I believe they're opening, uh, in May, uh, one of the last weeks in May, it is May, (laughs) Jesus, <laughs> um, I was just like, next month? But okay. Uh, but DC, uh, they announced a couple weeks ago that they were going to go a different route with a different uh, distributor. And last week, they did release some books. It was a very uh, short amount of books or a little amount of books. And uh, this week, again, releasing more books than last week and also uh, uh, release them on Tuesdays so from now on. Tuesday will remain DC's new on sale date. Uh, because it allows them to sync up their release dates across all markets. And retailers are free to sell DC products when they receive them on Tuesdays. Um, it says here also retailers all can also continue to start selling or sell DC products starting on Wednesday, should that work best for their store and clientele. Uh, I don't know why they got to include that, like... Yeah, of course. If they can do it on Tuesday, they can do it the next day too. Like, uh <laughs> I, well, I think
2: it's just because, like, obviously, all the other companies are still going to get their comics released on Wednesday. But
0: you don't need to tell me, baby. Hey, you can wait a day if you want to. <laughs> yeah, shit. No, I know that.
2: Well, we're going to change our name to Tuesday Comics.
1: But uh, well, that's, and that's my thing is that I'm assuming it's it's still Wednesday is New Comic Book Day. It's just that Tuesday DC. Tuesday as do you see like it's just got uh, Tuesday Comic Book Day. That's that's weird. Yeah. I get it, but it's weird.
0: Um let's see here. There's some more stuff here for realtor realtors. Realtors. Uh retailers. And um <laughs> but yeah, uh Tuesday. And so this week DC has some uh books coming out. And I will let you know what those are here in a moment. It is, or today actually, on the fifth came out. Batman in the Outsiders number twelve, which uh, I don't believe any of us get anymore. DC mm-hmm. Superstars number seventeen. Uh, it's one of those um, dollar books. The Flash seven fifty three. Garrett does get that, but I believe he's behind.
2: No, so wait, that came out last week? Today? Oh, okay. Sorry, I missed that. I was like, I thought that are you was caught up with that baby. I am caught up up on all my comics, except for everything that comes out this week. How's the Flash been? Uh, Flash has been pretty good. Um, Like I said, uh, they were doing the Death of the Speed Force arc last, or maybe the last time I talked about it, the rogues were still a big issue. But uh, the most recent thing is the Death of the Speed Force, which it's still currently dying, so that arc's not over yet. So uh, it's been pretty intense, and it's bringing a lot of characters from Flash's golden age and silver age pass. so that's pretty cool for
0: 753 that's a lot of numbers yeah it is uh so that is out there you can also the green lantern season two number three that's that grant morris and liam sharp uh second season that baby will be popping out today uh Hawkman number 23 house of whispers number 20 and joker 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 slash harley criminal sanity number four uh, that also will be out today uh, when we're recording this. And obviously, if you're listening to this tomorrow, like I, like I just said, like that DC press release said, uh, if you're hearing this tomorrow, obviously, it came out yesterday, so you still get access to it.
2: <laughs> did Did you look, Marvin, if Comixology was selling the uh, books today? Oh,
0: that's a good question. Let me check out the old uh, uh, online resource here, uh, dot com, and I am seeing... Uh oh yeah, they changed around. You know what, you know what uh, comicsology, if you're listening to this, Amazon. You're fucking dumb. First off. <laughs> Let me tell you why. Here in a
2: second. You're gonna lose your your uh comicsology unlimited.
0: Here's 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 why uh, uh they put the new comics, they used to be on the front page every time there was new comics that came out. They're not on the front page anymore. You have to click on a different button to see the new comics. Like, why wouldn't that be in the front page?
2: I'm sure it's to save face.
0: Uh, Yeah, those comics are on on there right now, so you can get them too. Um, On coxology. So, uh, let's see. Where was I at with my thing? (laughs) Uh, Marvel Comics will be returning later in May uh, when uh, Diamond decides to come back also. So, May 27th, they'll resume shipping some. I did see also, though, they're doing the same thing DC's been doing. I believe that's because, like, like I, we were uh, speculating uh, a couple of weeks ago that, or at least I was saying out loud. I was like, there's no way that like you can have what was supposed to come out come out now. There's still gonna be a gap beca- between what came out, like what's like you have some that are made already and then you have some got to catch up on because there's gonna be this gap in which nobody was working. And so instead, they kind of are scattering the amount at first, like very small amounts uh, to give time for them to catch up. And then, I think they fully resume June or July. Like that's when you should start seeing normal Wednesdays again.
1: (laughs) Um, So does that mean that everything is pushed back and that what would have came out in March or April then just starts in June? So we're always going to be two months behind. They're not going to quadruple or or quadruple ship. I wouldn't think.
0: Maybe Uh, they will. Well, here I'll. I'll No,
2: I. I, What I've seen from release schedules, they're going to just stagger everything back. I mean.
0: Yeah, here's what I see. Uh, though much of comic book publishing industry has been on pause for the spring and reckons with the impact of the coronavirus pandemic, Marvel said it would release some new comics on to stores on May 27th and has set a release schedule for the following weeks through July 8th. Uh, in a, an approach similar to announced by DC, Marvel will release only a handful of new titles each week. The new books planned for May 27th Include the newest Avengers, Avengers, well, I guess Avengers, uh, latest issues of Avengers and Amazing Spider Man, as well as the first issue of the Star Wars spin off series, Dr. Afra, um, which also, I believe, that came out digitally first, uh, that Dr. Afra did. Um, titles planned cool. for the later weeks include Thor and Mortal, Mortal Hulk, as well as uh, the new Empire crossover series, their event for this year. So, yeah, yeah, it's going to come out like instead of spider-man Avengers and they were gonna put like put out everything that week you know Marvel they have like 20 books a week uh, instead yeah. they're gonna be like here's Avengers and spider-man and okay and then <clears throat> longer gaps in between issues for the for them which is gonna be like a month right because they're used to doing every two weeks um, some of their books are like every it seems like every week so they're just gonna go back to like a normal comic schedule which should be monthly and then eventually they'll catch up
2: Yeah, unfortunately, that means they're going to up that price to five bucks. I bet you pretty quick. I don't know. I mean, you got to think about that. That's Marvel's model: make more money.
0: Well, I mean, you have that, but then you also have to think that many, a lot of people are either out of a job or saving money in uh, a pandemic, and so do you risk low sales because nobody can afford your book all of a sudden? So
2: (laughs) they've never had that concern before.
1: (laughs) That's true. I mean, yeah. But this this, is, this affects the whole world, not yeah, just... Yeah,
2: that's true. Sorry, that's just so. uh, 20 years of bitterness. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there's that. So, DC
0: releasing comics uh, only this week. And then there's some independents I saw in there, too. And, um, uh, Image just released today. Their June solicits uh, re- like remade. So, their original June solicits are no longer valid, because, uh, obviously... And same thing, they re- kind of reshifted to put what actually is going to come out in June. So it sounds like they are going to start releasing comics again in June. And very similar to, let me see if I can find it here. We can just see what's on there. Uh, Very similar to um, Marvel and DC. It seems like they're going with the same approach. It's not really everything at once. It's kind of like a little here, a little there. So let's see here. Um, Let's see if anything we get comes here. Uh, Did anybody ever get Nailbiter by Joshua Williamson?
1: Nope. I got the original run, but I, I'm not picking up the second half. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to say the the
0: Nailbiter <laughs> returns coming out June 3rd, so that's coming back there. Uh, Postal Deliverance, number eight, will be coming out June 3rd. So that will be on the June solicits. Uh, that's a book that Garrett gets. Yeah. Uh, Adventure Man, number one, by Matt Fraction and uh, Terry and Rachel Dotson. Uh, that was going to be Storm. a new book. I believe uh was supposed to come out. I believe early this l- year. Uh, now coming out June 10th.
1: Um, let's see what else is in here. That should be good. Matt Fraction and Terry and the Dotson people. That would be a good book.
0: <clears throat> uh, Ice Cream Man number 19 will also come out uh, oh, June 10th. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Not a lot. There's a lot of collections coming out there, and I wonder if uh, Birthright, number 44, June 17th, Family Tree, number 6, June 17th, Gideon Falls, number 22, June 17th. Uh, also, the trade paperback for Gideon Falls comes out on that same day. Uh, then we have uh, Moonshine, number 18, uh, June 17th. So it looks like, yeah, it, it's, it's not as... I don't think you'll see normal... <laughs> and comics let alone anything else but you know, when we talk about comics for a little bit here they <laughs> gotta catch up and also they gotta make sure that like alex i'm not alex yeah yeah uh, who said it? I don't, one of you guys said it that uh people can afford to keep up to so like you said you don't want to get a week where all of a sudden like all of a sudden they catch up and now there's 50 books all of a sudden so
1: they gotta play it smart. i mean that, i mean that would suck and especially by that time even June, I'm sure there'll still be people who haven't been brought back to work or, or, you know, already went through their stimulus check unless so there's going to be a second batch of stimulus money going out to the world. Uh, no one would have any money if they haven't had a chance to save up for it. So it'd be nice to know that coming June, at least there's going to be a couple books for people to pick up and get back yeah. into the swing of it.
0: There'll be some. Uh, not like, like, like we have been saying, a nice mix of them. We'll get into it gradually. So obviously, this show, like, this upcoming week, we decided as a group here. Uh, for anybody listening to the podcast right now, really things don't return to normal until that twenty seventh, uh, when Marvel books come out. Also with DC, like those DC books that come out like this week, next week, and the week afterwards, we get some of them, but not enough to justify talking about it on the show. And they also, there are books like Lois Language which Garrett gets, but none of us like yet. Uh, things like that. So. We'll probably won't talk about uh, brand new comics until it's back to normal for most of the publishers, or at least the big two. So, uh, <laughs> so this week, actually, speaking of which, uh, we decided for the next three weeks here uh, we would do a, a round uh, table, and do uh, Alex would start first, and then Garrett, and then I would. Uh, we all uh, Alex is doing the. Comicsology Unlimited, try I believe, and me and Garrett have it already, and so we decided, hey, anything that's on there that you can get for free and like read right now, let's throw it out there to be like uh, a trade of something, and we'll talk about it and review it. And Alex was like, you know what? Let's talk about this book here. I've been talking about it for years. He's got the actual. Do uh, you got the trade? You got the issues? What do you got?
1: I got the deluxe edition of it.
0: He's got deluxe editions of it.
1: Uh, uh, I think you do too, Marvin. Because I gave it to you,
0: I do. But I, the reason why I didn't read it in print is because I wasn't sure. Is that the only the first five issues, or is it?
2: um...
1: Yes. So the first, the way that one's put together, it's the first five issues. Uh, I think in between five and six, it goes into an intermediate one. Because I looked, I, I did look before I read it that it does say one through five. So.
0: Okay. Uh, <coughs> anyway. So matter. the book that we're talking about today is Fables Volume One, Legends in Exile by Bill Willingham. Uh Art there by Lan Mendia uh, for the first five issues. The first five issues uh are about the uh um shit, what's her name? Red Red Rose. Red Rose, that's right. I want to say Red Robin for some reason. Red <laughs> Robin, yum. Uh and then at the end, at least in the uh anniversary collection it has a little uh, prose uh, fable story, eight page
2: story. Um,
0: I didn't read that. I'm going to be straight up and say that. Uh, I
2: did not either. I just I read the comic. Like, I saw it was a different tale than what we read in the five issues so I was like, eh, some other time. <laughs> uh,
0: so Alex, why don't you take us through uh, fables volume <laughs> one. Yeah, let me up, up front here, right? Like we've been doing for the last couple of weeks. No spoilers, but uh, throw out a, a pitch on what kind of book this is and tell me why you picked this book and also what are your thoughts on this
1: book? Okay, so no spoilers. Something has happened in the fairy tale world uh, that the fairy tale creatures and other um, characters have had to move themselves elsewhere and uh, they decided to take a, a, a place in New York and it's it's pretty much their lives. I mean, and it, it blows my mind, and you'll find out later in this series, not even in this issue, how how in depth Bill went into this book and it is it is glorious. Why I chose this book is actually I am a a big folklore fables, uh, mythical creatures fan. Not that everyone really probably would know that, but I binge read the first eleven or twelve volumes and i just could not stop reading this book so for me this was this is honestly dunking my foot back into a book that i love so much that i wanted to share it with the boys and go okay read this at least and not not even from a pickup from last week because little bird had interesting things but this book really is so well thought out the the lore is all there the characters that you know and love have different um I don't know what the right word would be for not even different personalities, but it, it's they've just grown upon what you already know from either Disney movies or if you've read the grim fairy tales. Oh, just I this is one of those books I could not wait for you guys to read. And I was so disappointed that I screwed up on Sunday night because then I binge read this book again and I was like, oh, my God, um, I, I, I just there's not enough for me to say about it.
0: Garrett, you come to this book for the very first time. Alex says, hey, I want you to read this. And you say, yeah, let me give this a shot. This pastoral says this book is good. I'm going to give it a shot. What do you think about it?
2: Uh, You know, I got to say I was blown away. Um, You know, I knew that uh, this is a very popular book. Um, Bill Willingham was at Supercon last year or two years ago. Um, I think it was the second year of Supercon. Yeah, and I, I had never read it, so I, but I knew a lot of people were just in love with him. And so I, I was excited to read it because I knew it's such a fan favorite. And then, you know, with, I would say with like Disney Plus coming out this year, I know that's, you know, loosely adaptations of fairy tales, like just seeing the cover alone, I knew there was going to be at least, you know, Snow White and uh, maybe the Big Bad Wolf and uh, some other, like the Three Little Pigs and... Man, when I got into this thing, I it took the first issue and I could not put it down. I I don't think I've ever read a comic in a long time where I read just one issue and I'm like, I got to keep going. Like I can't stop. And this was just such a fun ride. And like I'm definitely, uh, I think Comicsology Unlimited only has the first two volumes. I think I saw. Yeah, they
1: did, just the first two. Period.
2: So uh, does Hoopla have the others?
1: I uh, think Hoopla has the individual five issue arcs. Okay. So they don't have the deluxe edition. The tray, yeah, and okay. the tray, and the deluxe has the usually it's the first ten issues, and or first five plus extra content that you don't get because it actually puts the book in order how it should be because there's little things that came out in between other issues,
0: like a, okay. like like they, I know they had like a Jack of uh, Fables book. Um, they had
1: uh, there's a there's a fairest one.
0: Yeah, so is that what you mean? Or is it, all, it no, just... No, oh, no,
1: no, no. So, Fer- First was a separate book, and it came out separately. Um, but Fables, there's, there is, there uh, is, without spoiling anything, it adds other background that you need to know for the current story. So, it's kind of like when you read Turtles, and you read Turtles in Time, and they're like, okay, they do mention something from that yeah. book in here, but it, it fits into the right spot where it needs to be.
2: But you don't need it necessarily to understand what's going on.
1: No, no. I don't as long so. as you're reading the main story, that's all you need to know. Okay. They'll talk about something, but it's not like they're not going to let you in on the secret.
0: Um, I want to say, so I hear, I've heard a lot about this, uh, this uh, comic over the years. So when I first started getting the comics, it was still ongoing at the time. Um, and actually it didn't. It it took a while for it to end after I started reading comics. So it's not like I, I started comics and this was already something that was like a classic. It was like obviously ongoing still, But a lot of people liked it. Um, I figured things about it. Uh, Alex really likes it. And uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, I didn't think it was uh, fantastic. and uh, I'm going to tell you why. I feel like there's a couple of things. And it might not even be, like I said, I might have been too late into reading this. Because I feel like there's some things where I'm like, I feel like this has been done before, but then again, like this is what year, what year did this come out? This was like 2009. I it was 2009ish nine So Maybe there are a couple of so. things where I'm like, if this feels like for here's for instance, here's a story actually that i I know, and uh well I guess not a, uh, that I know, but it's rumors and stuff like that. so originally uh, Bill um, went to and, and ABC was interested in making this a series uh for ABC. Uh, he went and pitched it to them, and they gave him like, a bunch of stuff, and they looked into it, and they had talks, and they were like, yeah, we decided not to move forward on this. And then a couple of months later, they announced they're in development for a show called Once Upon a Time, uh, which is <laughs> very similar. That's what soon, I was thinking of, yeah. Which that's is very similar to this. Great. And so, and then that took a life on its own. It has, has its own fan group, and uh, I, I feel like it, it it's, like, again, I've never seen that show, and I haven't really read this book, so I don't know how closely they are related, but that's what happened. Uh, And I feel like since this book, I think this book has been a good, a big influence on not only comics, but uh, other entertainment in which we got a lot of that where it's like retelling the fairy tales in a more mature light or like putting them in situations in which aren't normal. Because like around that time you got, you got like movies like the Brothers Grimm and you got, um, you know, uh, uh, Enchanted. Right. That Disney movie where like they come to real life. So there was a lot of like stuff that came out of this that's very similar. And so I think me looking back at this comic, there's something in my head being like, it feels like it's redundant, not redundant, but redundant in terms of pop culture. But I feel like this is the origin of a lot of that stuff. So it's no fair, it's it's not a, it's not (coughs) an assessment on this book to be like, this book did it wrong. I just feel like me reading it, I'm like, it feels old to me in that sense. But I did enjoy reading it.
1: I think the way it sounds like, from at least for me, more is that you watched the movie before you read the book, and so the book doesn't match the movie almost. Like when I, if I was to watch Harry Potter before I read the books, uh, the movies and books were entirely different for me. And when no, I, I don't even I think it that series, it's that though. I enjoyed it. It it
0: it's it feels like I'm coming at the end of something like that blew up in pop culture and everybody got on board with it. And, uh, now going back and reading the thing that started it all and being like, yeah, dude, like I'm tired of this already and being like, well, it's not really this book's fault because this is the one that started and you're the one going back and reading this. Uh, so I did enjoy it. Like I thought that the art was great. I thought that the way that story is told is great. Like, uh, instead of being a straight up narrative, there's a lot that goes back a lot that, you know, it really is character centered. Um, and a lot of it, even if it's centered around a mystery, uh, it does feel like. And this is going to sound weird, going off of what I just said, but it feels fresh in the way that it tells the story, even if the concept doesn't feel fresh. <laughs>
1: that Marvin, sense. I'm going to let you know a secret. This is like my day tripper, and my heart just broke a little bit. <laughs> I hey, I liked it.
0: I like the the one thing I would say. Um, that I like about this book is and I think it's going to be why I continue to uh, look into this and read it is they talk about some things about like the farm they talk about how you know you can't look like uh, you have to look like human if you want to be human you have to go up uh, to the farm and how their lands were taken over by this other group um, and all that I found super interesting and I was like what where's all like I want to read this story and I assumed they
1: get into so- it so, if, if I may, um, not to cut you off, you do get into all this other stuff that you were just asking about. And when I first read this book the first time, uh, the first five issues, I thought were slow. Yeah, that's I what I mean. It, it feels slow. I was expecting slow. it to be more fairy tale stuff. And when you get into the second arc, you actually do go to the farm.
0: Okay. and And, it, and that might be elevate. it. That might be it exactly. Is that like. I am really interested in that kind of story. It seems like the detective, especially coming off of, we just read, uh, Garrett, what was your book? A study in Emerald. That was like a take on Sherlock. And then we read another detective story. Uh, And that might've been also like, so I don't think it's anything against this book. So if you're hearing this and like Alex, I don't think it's anything against this book. And you're offended. (laughs) I don't think it's like, I enjoyed it. I could take it out of, uh, I could see it from a perspective outside (laughs) of myself and be like, this is good on a, a, on an objective, objective level. Uh, The art I thought was great. Um, Some of the paneling, especially on the first couple pages, like the way that it was opened, I thought was great. Uh, And it really does feel like a different era of comics. Like, I don't think they make comics like this anymore. And what I mean by that is, like, it's a really slow sell, like you were saying, Alex. But also, it doesn't concern itself to always end on like a super shocking thing by the next issue it's like oh that actually didn't happen i feel like a lot of comics do that these, these days with the cliffhanger that there's no way they can get out of it and then the next issue starts with it being like oh they actually didn't fall off the cliff
1: and i was like all right batman's going to die of course
0: and i feel like this one was in you know, a way more grounded and slower and really focused on the characters and the and the rose red part of it really wasn't the main focus it was more about uh the big bad wolf and uh uh snow white so
1: (laughs) so i I, I, guess are we going into spoilers yet
0: yeah i would say for me these first five issues are an eight
2: yeah i'd sit there too but it was a captivating eight i would say like i get what you're saying with like yeah we just read a detective story and like i don't know i mean i just thought it was it, it wasn't afraid to have like fun with itself um, I got like a, in a loose way, I got like a West Coast Avengers vibe from it where it would, it would get meta sometimes, you know, like when they do the chapter and it's like where this happens, you know, like I like that. And I loved uh, the fourth and fifth, fourth and fifth issue, uh, kind of like the parlor scene. Like that was fun.
1: I, I'm going to give it a nine because I know later, later arcs are tens and even elevens if this list could go there. Uh, reading it the second time, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Let I me ask you was a question. For Alex. the nuances. Uh, now go ahead. But, Sorry, finish first. Sorry,
0: um, that's when your brain works. I thought of something. I was like, let me ask it quick. But you finish your sentence first.
1: I, I so this is the, obviously you guys are at a disadvantage. I already read this book. I love this book, and I went into it being biased already, but it just reinvigorated how much I liked and enjoyed and uh i almost want to blow off the rest of my actually monthly weekly books that i'm still waiting to catch up on and just re-binge read all the fables and then have nothing and be super busy having to catch up again on my monthly stuff but it, it might be worth it who knows
0: and, and I, that's uh, what i was going to ask is that you said you came back into it and originally when you read the first five you said you felt like they're kind of slow and then now rereading you thought it was fantastic and do you feel like it's better the second time around
1: yes oh god yes and how much of it that i I know i know i know all the stuff that we're talking about and so when when they reference something that's coming in the future i'm like oh my god yeah that does make sense
0: well that's what i was gonna Um, ask is like how much is that based on like oh i know where this goes and i'm excited to reread that
1: oh i'd say it's 50 i mean i still enjoyed this for what it was because when we're doing the so I'm gonna, we, am I okay to dip into spoilers? Yeah, let's go ahead and get into book.
0: spoilers here. Obviously, Alex uh <laughs> loves the book; he would uh, give it his, uh, its first child, and uh, Garrett and uh, Garrett uh, uh, also enjoyed it a lot, and I did too. But I think I was hung up on some things that, of my own. So, uh, Alex, go ahead.
1: All okay, right. So the book bu- the book carries on. and it just it tells you that. Um, the adversary, which there's no name to it, that is the name of the bad guy, has decided to take over the lands of the fairy tale creatures that started off with, uh, the Wizard of Oz, the Emerald City, couldn't stop him, and went over to, I assume, had to have been, uh, is it Aslan from Aslan, the lion? Yeah. Yep. Is that his name? Okay. I assume went to Aslan, and he got his ass kicked by the adversary, so finally all the fairy tale creatures decided to come together and escape. And in escaping, they go to New York City and have to start lives all over again. So they are all centuries, years, century, hundreds of years old, thousands of years old. And you have Snow White, you have Belle, and they are having a conversation about uh, how can the beast look so fugly? <laughs> because, because Belle all of a sudden has found him unattractive. He He doesn't suit her fancy anymore because she's so unsatisfied. With the life they have in the mundane, and they call you regular people Mondays, just because they're boring.
2: Well, the, actually, I had so a question they, about that I here, that, Alex. I thought Belle was, I thought for some reason they called her Nora.
1: That kind of no, threw me no. off. Oh, I thought it was I Belle. Because s- uh, they, they, they call they her did. Beauty most of the time.
0: Yeah. Um, Alex, so, I, yes. so they're in New York City, but they also reference Fable Town they call a lot, they call they talk about how like don't let the uh, Mundy see this and like the farm. So they are in like the real world New York City. So do they correct. refer so to like their underground part of it as Fable Town?
1: Correct. Okay. So it's it's almost I'm gonna call it like Harlem. The upper east side. They're in their own little neighborhood or their own little city blocks. Yeah. Yeah, or even in their own borough, I suppose.
0: Well, yeah, I, that's and the only so thing then, that kind of confused me is that they would interchange those two, and I was like, hey, so is this Fable Town or is this New York? Like, I couldn't figure it out.
1: Because when you find out that, that Rose Red has been having parties and that she invites the Mondays over, she has Fable people there, uh, and getting into it, you have a murder hypothetical murder or what we assume is a murder to begin with it's jack be nimble jack be quick jumps in a car and goes down the street to go tell
0: hey, uh the boy's not so quick He's, he runs out of breath so
1: hey hey when you're when you are worked up from your lady love getting maimed and destroyed she, she's dead
0: i mean but the man uh,
1: <laughs> needs to work on the cardio well, obviously he skipped the zombie apocalypse. You well, got to do cardio. That's what I'm saying. One. Jack
0: be nimble. He's not nimble. No,
1: motherfucker you, don't he see him
2: come, you don't see him come back down the beanstalk. So that's why he's uh, you never. Yeah, well, is
0: isn't it. Jack the beanstalk, not Jack be
1: nimble. So Aren't later, they the same? Um, So spoilers: Jack is the same character in everything. So oh. if there's a Jack in the book. He that's has him. the beanstalk. He killed the giants. He's Jack be nimble. If you're Jack, you are that Jack. Wait a second! A Isn't
0: Jack and the Beanstalk also the Giant Killer? Yes. So then, why did you just mention it twice?
1: I'm just telling you that Jack, Jack. Well, I'm just saying Jack and the Beanstalk and Giant Killer are this. Yeah, they're the same guy.
2: Oh. Is he this? But is he's Jack he's, and Jill.
1: Yes, he broke Whoa. his
0: crown. <laughs> hey, do you remember this, the that, that uh, Brian Singer movie, uh, Jack and the Giant Slayer? Yeah, and how it. It originally was called Jack and the Giant Killer, and they're like, "Hey, you can't put Killer in the title." Mm-hmm. Uh, but you like, have Slayer. Fam- families aren't going to like that, and they're like, "All right, Slayer." And yeah, that's what I mean. It's like I feel like Kill is more of the zeitgeist of being like family friendly. Like kids know what Kill means, but they can be Slayer. What's Slayer mean? All oh, to slay somebody means to like kill them with a sword, like to slay them. And just what like,
1: said to me, slaying is way bloodier than just killing. That's what I mean. It's poison like poison you and kill you.
0: I think of when we were uh, reading Little Bird and, and she split that guy down the middle, the axe did. That's slaying to me. Like, you split them right down the fucking <laughs> middle.
1: It's like a fillet. There's no way you're stitching that together.
0: It's like a fillet and a slamming your, your sword down. A <laughs> slay. Gross.
1: A fillet. <clears throat> so we get uh, the detective, or an actually not a detective. The sheriff of fake Town Spe- is Big B-Wolf, or as most people know him, the Big Bad Wolf. Uh, and all these all these characters have amnesty from what they have done in their prior lives. Clean where slate. The big bad wolf used to kill people. Say so what?
2: Before won't... the what do they call the Renaissance or whatever? Post adversary in running. the before time.
1: No. So I'm... the am, the amnest So after the amnesty was okay. given to these people, or the pardon was given to them. They, you know, obviously used to be killers, but everyone decided to team together to fight the adversary, which we don't find out who that is for some very long time.
0: So it's not just, like, what the group is called. It's what an individual is called?
1: It is it is what someone is called. Oh, fuck.
0: God. See, so like, if that, all that shit is what I want to read. And I think that's why this first five issues, I might have came into it, like, with the wrong mindset of, like, what you said. Like, I came into it thinking it was going to be this grand story, and it really was more about the detective thing and I was all interested about all that stuff which yeah it makes sense you don't get into that right away but I also didn't think it was going to be five issues of just solving that murder um, and I also didn't expect that they would end it with him solving it I thought it would be like a long arcing thing <coughs> and there'd be other things along the way so there's a lot of misconceptions on my part I understand that um, I still enjoyed it uh, Alex I got a question for you yes what were you just talking about a second ago before the adversary thing
1: mm-hmm bigsby oh the clean slate he's the detective the The clean slate everyone's getting a clean slate so they
0: got a clean slate right from the uh fairy uh you know the fables town started and the only way that they could reconcile and be like we all live together was give a clean slate so everybody's crimes were wiped away uh and it's a a law that they can't talk about those crimes anymore and they basically start over but are the good stuff that they did are they able to talk about that or is it like
1: nothing? Um, but uh, I would say to an extent because when you have Bell talking to Snow White about, you know, he used to be this handsome man. And they talk about it later at the gala that, oh, beast, you, you look handsome again. Or yeah. actually I think his well, name is be Prince Adam. It so like you can talk about the fairy tale part of it. But if you're the big bad wolf, you don't talk about, uh, hey, you killed the three little pigs. Other than if you're one of the three little pigs. Well,
0: that's what I was thinking is like that they were bringing up like the good stuff. But every time they say something like, about the bad stuff, they're like, oh, you can't talk about that anymore. But they feel free to be like, hey, like, I am Prince Charming. Now I can get anything I want. And Prince, uh,
2: Prince Charming's a douche.
0: The oh, man dude. is <laughs> a, uh, undeniable, I will say.
2: That letter he leaves for that girl after he sleeps with her, I was just like, wow, this is the most female-shaming... <laughs> class he's enabled. just a monster yeah he's pretty gross you're a monster so
1: there's, so, so there's one thing that and and again prince charming is a character that has been used in multiple fairy tales it's the same guy because that, and that's what i mean they've even oh, talked yeah, yeah. about in this issue in this book is that he was married to snow white first and then cinderella when she's fighting bluebeard they're talking about Prince Charming as well. well okay, that, that makes sense.
0: I was like, they look uh-huh. the same, and I think they're talking about the same guy, and then I had to go back and be like, who, Snow White I know was woken up by Prince Charming, but what was Sleeping Beauty woken up by? Was it just a random dude?
1: Nope. So she had the glass slipper, but his he's still in the story, would have been Prince Charming.
0: Hmm. And then I started thinking so- about like princes, and I thought about Prince Adam, He-Man, Masters of the Universe, and so I got I got sucked mm. down a, a rabbit hole, so.
1: Well, I, I, yep, yeah, you gotta pull yourself back out of it. <laughs> Stay on. Which so also, that's why I had a hard time reading this book. Which
0: also, I followed down another rabbit hole when they say Clean Slate. What uh, what movie is it that they, or uh, story, they talk about the Clean Slate protocol?
2: It's Iron Man 3. Oh, okay, there you
0: go. Alright, go move on.
2: <laughs> Way to go, Garrett. Boom. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I saw that and I was like, what is that?
0: Dude, th- I, there's so much things from this book that, like, like I said, it references a lot of stuff, even unintentionally, like that. Um, that I don't like. I have a grasp on some fairy tales, uh, but it seems like the ones that I know weren't really in this first five <laughs> issues for some reason. Um, I used to have this uh, grim fairy tale book. Uh, it was like a very old 19 like 50s copy. And I used to read it. It was basically the, the fairy tale book before they got a hold of it and made it for kids. Um, very disturbing. Um, and so, like, I know those stories, but I felt like they were working off of maybe more the popular kind of stories of these people rather than the actual uh, things. I don't know. Like I said, it might just be the first couple issues and we'll get into it more because I can't really talk about that stuff because of the protocol.
1: But, I mean, like, so... <clears throat> I, well like snow white there really isn't a whole lot about snow white they don't they don't talk about the seven dwarfs because again now that's one of those shady things that even though the dwarves were good guys they don't they can't talk about it to her because all that does is bring shame because they're they're suggesting that snow White slept with all seven dwarfs and so when Blue Bo- or um well, i don't know if at one time or not but she lived in that house with them <laughs> so
0: hey bluebeard knows? what story is that from
1: what? Bluebeard.
0: Is that um, yeah, Treasure I've never
2: Island? I've never heard of
1: him before. No, that's Pirate. I'm not sure where Bluebeard is from. Well, what pirate book he would be from?
2: I'll look it up.
1: Uh, then there's Little Boy Blue, who blows his trumpet, and that's her assistant, who tells Belle to back off and not talk about the dwarves. Uh, and actually, Big, so anyway, Big Boy's looking into a murder that Jack comes over to tell him about. It all winded that. Uh, Rose Red has been killed. And so Big B goes over to her apartment and it is just bloody, blood everywhere. And so then Big B tells everyone, Hey, you stay out here. I'm going to look into it. Turns out that Rose Red is Snow White's sister and Snow White decides to come with. Actually, pretty much tells him that you're, I'm coming with and if you don't like it, I can fire you. Uh, I already forgot. I'm, I'm too busy <laughs> to thinking about other books. I'm, uh, sorry. I'm too here, busy let
0: me uh, ahead of other stuff. L- while you think about that, let me give you an update on this Bluebeard beard fella. Uh, it's a French folk tale, the most famous story version of which was written by Charles uh, Perlotte, first published in Bourbon in Paris in 1697. It tells the story of a wealthy man in the habit of murdering his wives and attempts of one wife to avoid the fate of her predecessors. Uh, the narrative of this tale such as is such that the word in the dictionary means a man who marries and kills one wife after another, and the verb "blue bearding" has to even appeared as a way to describe the crime of either killing a series of women or seducing and abandoning a series of women. So,
1: well, he's a monster too.
0: He's a monster, <laughs> and they talk
1: and, and they talk. <laughs> they talk about that in the book that he has killed all of his previous wives and before the amnesty that was. A shameful thing, but now everything is forgiven.
0: Yeah, the before times.
1: Before times. <clears throat> you know, we call that land before time. Whoa. Boom, boom. <laughs> would, uh, issue two, we go... I mean, hey, let's go to the things. chase. Let's yeah. go to the chase. They fucking faked it. Like, long story short, they <laughs> fucked it up.
0: Jack and uh, Red Rose fucking faked it. Such dummies, right? Who's going to leave a lock on the freezer and not think somebody's going to be like, what the fuck is this lock for?
1: Um, But you got to give them credit, though. They took months to plan that out, of drawing, what, pints of blood out of her over months, freezing it so that the Mundys didn't steal her blood. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, You
2: know, I got to say, though, their plan obviously didn't go as planned, but, The part I didn't get at the very end when Jack is bringing out Rose Red, I'm like, why the fuck are you revealing that she's still alive? Like, I that point of the story, I don't get at all.
0: Because Big Bad Wolf was going to charge Jack with those crimes unless he could bring her out. And, like, he said, hey, you're going to do some things for me. Uh, Otherwise, he was going to charge him with. What was he charging with? What was he in jail in the first place?
1: He was attacking an officer. Oh, yeah, that's right.
0: Resisting arrest was, uh, and assault.
1: Yeah, resisting arrest.
0: Even though, you know, resisting arrest, mm-hmm. unlawful arrest that became a rightful arrest once he assaulted the police officer. So, <laughs> do
1: yeah, He was the first one that. to find the crime.
0: Yeah, a- I'm not going to lie. Also, Garrett. I mean, that part for me, like, that's part going back to the thing being like, yeah, like, when he's like, I figured it out. I was like, yeah, she faked it. Like, I knew she faked it like three, four issues in. Or I maybe even two. Maybe mean right away. I don't know. But um, and I think that's why, like, I think the main focus of the first five issues is that mystery. And I want to know the other stuff. So Alex is saying in the second arc, we do learn some of that, right?
1: Oh, yeah. And I, I so those was the things. the first time I read it, the first five issues were slow. I got to the second one, and that really did start that fire to continue to read it and to binge read it because it just gets better. As the story progresses.
0: And you're saying this deluxe issue, the volume one has the first ten issues. Correct. So I can read the second one.
1: So you gotta find it and you can read it. I it's right in front of me, baby. I got it right here. Uh, I can't confirm nor deny that I can't see it.
0: Wow. Well,
2: um You can read what?
0: The second volume is in the deluxe edition, because I have the deluxe edition of the first
2: Oh, so it has volume one in? Yeah. Two.
0: Which actually just reminded me that I promised I would read Why the Last Man during this quarantine. I haven't even opened the first issue.
1: Yeah. Oh, the whole to be fair, we were, I, To be fair, I wasn't going to hold you to that. So. We, we wouldn't want
2: to raise the bar too high, Marvin.
1: <laughs> I'm actually just waiting for, for Garrett or you, Marvin, to put it on at least our book list for the next two weeks to be like, okay, at least I can start the fire and start working on it. <laughs>
2: Uh, Maybe that could be Marvin's. Because, Marvin, are you picking the next week's stuff?
1: No, the
0: other week afterwards.
2: Oh, okay. You're so picking next week. week. Uh, you know
0: what? Like I said, I feel like it lasted a long time. There's a lot of spinoffs that came out for this. I feel like there's a lot that the world owes Bill and Fables, like his creation Fables, for like putting out there as, like, let's redo fairy tales in a different way. Like, this is all public domain stuff. Anybody can write these stories and how about we use these characters in an interesting way rather than keep retelling the same stories with them. And uh, <coughs> for, from that aspect, I do enjoy knowing that there is more to read like on all that backstory. I really want to see where that goes. Um, Alex, did you ever play that uh, Fables game?
1: No.
2: Uh, There's a game? Yeah, it's
1: There's one of those... Game, um, uh the wolf...
2: Oh, the uh, Telltale games. Yeah, it's one of yep. those. Uh,
0: it's about Big Red Wolf. I think actually it actually might be uh, the first uh, trade in... I don't know what the fuck it is. Well, i mean, acting like I know more about this famous thing than I know. Um, well, like I said, I'm going to continue this, Alex. And you know what? You can... Uh, no, I, I can't make any proclamations on this <laughs> podcast anymore. Uh, but I actually really interested in that. And I will say this, Alex, when you said, let's read fables one, fables has always been this thing. I think it's the covers, even though the covers are beautiful. Uh, Alex Malieve and somebody else, I think were uh, teaming up for those covers. Um, beautiful. They look like they're painted on, uh, fantastic. But something about those covers looks old to me and it like, doesn't look exciting. I think it's the style of those. Like it doesn't really, it like, it's nice to look at, but it doesn't draw me in to want to read that book. So when you first announced, hey, let's read this, I was like, oh, Fables, come on. Like, this is a book I've always, like, ignored on the shelves. And people tell me it's fantastic, but in the back of my head, I'm like, yeah, you think it's great because you like these kind of stories, but this is not my thing. And then I started reading this. And like I said, all that backstory, I was like, I want to read that. Uh, And and it wasn't about that. And I was like, oh, how do I read more about that? That's the question I'm going to ask Alex. I was like, when we get on that podcast, I'm going to be like, is there more of that? Yes? Well, then I'm going to continue reading. If no, if it's just something they brought up to, like Pepper in the backstory and be like, "Oh, all this stuff, and you never learn about it." Uh, I was going to be like, "Okay, well, I'm out." Like,
1: no the the adversary is a big part of the whole book, so you you'll get your let you'll me, get your fill. Let and me ask you a question: of, The
0: adversary, yeah. will I know who that is when he shows up?
1: Yes. <sighs> nice. He he is a well known character.
2: It's Peter Jafar. Rabbit. Peter Rabbit. <laughs> is it Peter Rabbit?
0: You didn't say anything.
1: Can't confirm nor deny anything. Oh, maybe it's Paddington. The bear. This is for for the guests listening, for all the, the followers that love this book, I don't want to give away the spoilers because I want you to read this. Because when you get into the farm in the next the next arc, uh, if you are not hooked, I will feel like a horrible person that I don't suggest. Let
0: me, let me ask books. you this question. This is gonna decide how soon I get into the second volume. When do you is it revealed that that person is? How how much I
1: gotta read? Eh, you gotta read a pretty good, decent chunk. Probably about the first 30 issues you find out who it is. Have you read the whole series, Al? No, I've read the first 12 volumes. There's 15 volumes, and I have them all. I just haven't read them all.
0: What the fuck is going oh. on here? You never finished the last three, and you get at me for not finishing
1: shit. Yeah, but I finished why the last. <laughs> here you are. You got the last
0: three, and I love this series. It's my favorite thing in the whole world. Ain't even read it.
1: Cause I, you remember like six years ago when I was telling you guys, man, you guys are always far behind on books. I'm always caught up like a boss. Uh, then I decided to slow down and not ever catch up on shit. That's what I felt.
0: Bring back this. Like you said, this reinvigorated the fire, bring back the fire to finish the last three. And I want to hear your assessment. Cause I think it was, it's hundred issues, right? 150? 150, 150 issues. I want to, I want your assessment. Does it stick the landing for 150 issues? To not stick the landing, that would suck. Like, I don't, I don't care what, uh, like anybody out there. Uh, if you want to write me fucking email, I don't care. But Game of Thrones, that ending fucking sucked. Like, uh, That's horrible. And and like, you can't even rewatch that series. You can't reread it. And like, how can you do eight seasons and not stick the landing? And there are other things out there that stuck the landing. Like, if we're talking about the MCU movies, Endgame, that sticks the landing. I feel like. And but 150 issues. Like, let's think about that in terms of comic book. Uh, release schedule let's say that there was never any delays never any delays that's 150 months right
1: that's over 10 years of writing
0: that's it's over 10 years, years of writing and you're telling me somebody invested that long like imagine you picked up issue number one when it was ongoing and you stuck with that book 150 issues not even counting the spinoffs and you, you're enjoying this whole thing, and then those last ones don't stick it. It's going to ruin the whole thing. And I, I know we've had this conversation before. Is it about the ride or sticking the landing? And I think we agreed that it does taint the book if you can't stick the landing. Like, And I think, I you know, Gamers Notes <laughs> is the best example. That's why I brought it up, is that I can't watch any of that show anymore because I know it's not worth it. <laughs> uh-huh. So, like, even, like, the first what four or five seasons which were fantastic it's like it doesn't even matter like i can't i can't go back and rewatch that i can't even recommend that to anybody like yeah watch the first four and then quit i'd be like no i would feel bad
1: um (laughs) watch the first four and quit
0: (laughs) you know why because i see people like right now doing binges because of of obviously what's going on and uh that's the one series you know would have been perfect to binge during the quarantine and you can't even do it because it sucks Oh my God! Because <laughs> <laughs> it's facts.
1: Anyways, no, I pro- I promise you, you get past this first first volume or first arc.
0: You're saying the uh, second you, the second you arc, can't though.
1: Stop. you not stop. we can deal with great. you, Marvin. In all honesty, you don't enjoy even the next five issues, or it doesn't at least invigorate you to want to keep reading. I will buy you a six pack of beer. Dang I know that's not a big to do. Hey, I know l- that's not l- a big l- deal. Listen,
0: no, hold on. Listen here. Six pack of uh, of the best beer on the planet, the banquet beer. Oh of course, <laughs> I like how I'm like acting like oh, where'd g- all the crickets come? I was from. gonna say uh, you like how I'm acting like I'm up in the scale, and like you're gonna buy me three dollars worth of beer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, I'm I- gonna get you like a, a remedy six pack or something. But I can do, I can do. Course. I can get, I get spend $4 for you.
0: What's that one? Uh, Red Stripe? I had Red Stripe in a while. It's pretty good.
2: Jeez, that is some old ass beer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think Red Stripe is actually in the first James Bond movie. Is it Nicky Garrett, Dr. No, they go to Jamaica?
2: I, I think it is. Oh, I'm pretty yeah.
0: sure that that's what they're drinking. Well, you know what? And and I, I, hey, I do. At
2: least they make it in cans now.
0: Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> like James Bond though. So that's why I want to drink it. <laughs> uh there you go fables uh alex actually this conversation i'll tell you two things this conversation uh does excite me to read more and b it does excite me so um (laughs) so i mean uh (laughs) yeah i am really excited to read more based on your enthusiasm for the book and that's what i came here looking for today pastrello I came to this podcast being Uh-oh. like, this mother, he better come and be like, this is fantastic. I didn't just pick this out of the fucking blue. Like, this is a good comic. It's one of my favorite. And guess what? It pays off. But then again, I don't know, because you didn't finish the last three. Uh, but then again, to be fair to you, I probably won't even get that far. So, I mean, <laughs> as long as, like, the first <laughs> couple trades are good, uh, that's all I need. I like to imagine, and this is why I think it's it's, it's a little bit about Game of Thrones. Uh even though it happened before that, I feel like that's that ending was so bad. And I don't keep going back to this. Like I said, send me your fucking hate mail. Um, I don't think anyone's going to. I really know. Bad. That's why I feel free here. Everybody knows that's a piece of shit the way that ended. Uh, <laughs> but what I, what I feel like, I feel like mm-hmm. it was so bad it, it reverberated to the past. And that's why I never finished anything because I know that endings can ruin something for me. And so I always read like three-fourths or something and then stop. And uh, I can blame it on Game of Thrones. I'm not even talking about a Song of Ice and Fire. That's a whole different series, and that's a whole different thing. It's way different. And he's are going to finish those books anyway. So, like, uh, but the show—that's a piece of shit.
1: <laughs> uh, I, you know, I'll, I'm going to give you one thing that ended really well that you have yet to finish, and why The Last Man has a, <laughs> is a good book that finished. I didn't say that. I
0: in. I didn't say that I don't finish things that do end well. I said there's the fear in me. You understand? How do you know it ended well? You haven't finished it yet. Well, that's what I said. I never. I don't even want to see. If good or bad, as long as, as, long as I keep it shut, I, I don't know. It might be why
1: Scott Snyder stopped writing American Vampire? It,
0: it might be gold. It might be Pandora's box. Who knows? I'm not going to open that damn box. Yeah, that's, that's why he's You know what, actually, to be fair, I mean, uh, even if I'm talking about Song of Ice and Fire, like, I feel like a part of when you're creating anything like that is, like, when you get towards the end, you're like, I can't fuck this up. Because, like I said, ruins the whole fucking thing. And so, like, you really can't fuck it up, and so yes, you, you. I know you're joking. Like, why isn't that? Is it is that why he hasn't finished American Vampire? I think I think a part of it is being like I can't mess up this ending, because uh, it is at the end. Like we're at the end of this thing. So,
1: well, I'm, I'm 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 one of those people that even like Huck from Mark Miller and Albuquerque. I was I I loved the first five issues. You got to issue six, and I think the problem was I built it up too far in my head that this is how it's going to be that i wrote the story in my head and when it doesn't match i'm already disappointed or when things work out too nicely i'm disappointed like i don't know what i expect from an ending but the ending has got to be the hardest thing i get having a beginning getting people hooked is tough but making sure you land that book and leave a good taste in people's mouth or even in a movie is so damn difficult
0: <clears throat> you know and alex i totally agree and uh, <laughs> I forgot to do this before, but uh, the forecast is brought to you by RainbowComicsAndCards.com. Uh, so go there and get your, like, the books are back, like I said. And I believe, actually, they are still open uh, if you want to go there physically. Um, but I believe, obviously, they only let a, a, a limited number of people inside. And so if you would like to and you feel like you need a curbside service, I believe they're all offering that. Uh, or they can always ship you your comics. RainbowComicsAndCards.com. Get on board. Uh, you know, I'm always curious how many people stop by this podcast that haven't read comics before and just enjoy hearing about them. Uh, I would say Fables, even though you heard me saying, like, I feel like it's uh redundant of pop culture. But like I said, I feel like it's the uh epicenter of a lot of where that kind of pop culture came out of. Um, I do think it's a good starting point for somebody who hasn't read comics before because they'll be familiar with the, with the characters. Uh, and I feel like it is not super crazy with the panel work and the art is uh, just enough and not crazy enough for somebody to get into it. So I feel like that's a one of, of like a perfect beginner comic. And I don't say that. That sounds you're,
1: like... You're welcome. That
0: doesn't <laughs> that doesn't sound like... That sounds like a slight in the book and I'm not trying to do that. But I'm saying fall in love with that book and then I feel like that opens the door for you. Similar to like uh, uh, Alex was saying, Narnia. You get into that closet... Boop. You go into a different
1: world, baby. Fables. Be careful. Be careful when you enter that closet. Uh,
2: you might not like what you see on the other side.
0: <laughs> Wednesday comics six oh five at gmail.com. That's the email address. Send me your fucking email. Uh, I wanna know, is there one fucking like Eric said, I don't I think I'm safe. I don't think there's one fucking person out there that enjoys those last couple seasons. Um 605-215-1849, that is the phone number, 605-215-1849, or go to Anchor.fm and click on Leave a Message. You can also uh, find out how to subscribe to the show on Anchor.fm or subscribe directly through the Anchor.fm app. Make sure to go to twitter.com slash WednesdayComics, and you can find Alex Pastrello at Alex Pastrall. Garrett can be found at garrot2188, and I can be found at Marvin underscore 20. Like I said, send me your hate mail. Uh, find us on Facebook and uh, YouTube by searching for Wednesday Comics. Um, also, speaking of book clubs, we have a coming up here, don't we? Uh,
2: yep. Wednesday Comics League of Extraordinary Gentle People proudly mm. presents
1: Fatal Volume 1 <laughs> written by Ed Brubaker and art by Sean Phillips. It's going to be a good run. Of course, more detective work, some noir, some some monsters. It's going to be glorious or so glorious. There the you
0: go, uh, Fatal. Uh, once again, Alex's pick. Uh, and we just talked about Fables of Volume 1. So uh, make sure to visit our sponsors. That's RainbowComicsAndCards.com and RootsOfTheSwampThing.com, your definitive source for all things Swamp Thing. It just recently was Earth Day, and uh, we know the Avatar the Green likes that day a lot, and I want you to celebrate by going to RootsOfTheSwampThing.com. Even if you didn't do anything for Earth Day, uh, posthumously go back and go to the website. Uh, follow him on uh, Twitter, DCWorldSwampy, or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash RootsOfTheSwampThing. So let's end this uh, podcast on a positive note here with some Marvin Gaye and uh like i said alex i came here for two reasons i wanted to feel something and i wanted to feel something and i felt the love your love pushed through for this book and i felt your enthusiasm for that book pushed through and i am in baby for wednesday comics
1: my name is mark i'm alex i'm garrett hey everyone Keep turning those pages and be safe.